Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here, and welcome to another episode of Scale Up Your Business. So this is week two of 15 Minutes to Action. I hope you enjoyed week one with John Lee Dumas. He's a powerhouse of energy and some great advice, but I've only got 15 minutes. Remember, this is about me giving you some quick insights, some stuff that you can take away and put into action literally as soon as the episode is finished. So let's get on with it. This week, I want to talk about one of my favorite books, one of the books that has absolutely inspired the routine that I do myself and what I advise to others. Now, I often talk about a 90-day cadence and how important that is. Well, that that thinking, if you like, is inspired by a book called The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. So I'm not going to do a book review as such, but what I am going to do today is take you through the key principles of the thinking why a 90-day cadence is so powerful and why you should be considering that more so than actually doing a uh, sort of a, a normal year cycle. So let's get on with it. Let's kick into it. So, you know, as start off with a quote. Thomas Edison once said that if we did the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astound ourselves. And the reason I love that quote is quite often we do what others have told us we should do or we just follow other things, a little bit like a herd of sheep. Now, I say that with respect to everybody because that's what I used to do. I used to say, well, actually, of course, you have a, a three-year plan and you know, it used to be a five-year plan back in the day and, and then you'd have a 12-month cycle. You'd follow a financial year and that's what you do. It was only until I started broadening my wider education and getting different mentorship that I realized how flawed the concept of that is. So let me just underpin that for a sec. My belief now is that annual planning breeds complacency, right? And the reason for that is that if you've got a year in front of you, um, you can sort of say to yourself psychologically, emotionally, that two weeks, if I drop two weeks here or whatever else, it doesn't really matter because I've got all this time to catch it up. But if you're working on a 12-week or a 90-day cadence, as I call it, every day matters. You can't afford to drop a week because it's such a significant chunk of that full 12 weeks. So you're holding yourself much tighter to account, focus on the really, really important things. Okay, so let's get into it. So now, as I said, my, my, my belief around all of this, and I talk a lot about strategy, but we hold ourselves back from our potential, not because of a lack of ideas, but because of a lack of, of, of consistent execution. So if you can focus more on implementation and execution, if you can bring that further forward so it's much more in line, then you are going to get more done. Now, I'm often famous for saying that you can meditate in the corner all you like, but it's not going to make your business grow. And as much as I'm a big believer in things like meditation, the point I'm making here is any thought, any idea is great, but it's only great if you take action. Okay. So the second point is, you know, if you're getting poor results, um, it's because this whole idea of annualized thinking is a trap. And as I said to you beforehand, you, you just don't have the urgency. And if you don't act with urgency, Quite often, that's when you don't get the best results. So if you ever think in your business or even maybe your personal life, 
you know, you might be really good in a crisis. And I've worked in in corporate for years where there's um, this kind of thing that if, if something really bad happens, if the whatever you want to call it hits the fan, <laughs> then all of a sudden, you know, everyone's spurned into action. And that's because there's urgency, because there's usually a timeline that's shorter and usually because something has to get done. So it increases the focus. So how do we do this? Let's get into it. So the first thing is developing a vision is your first step towards productivity. Now, I ran a five-day challenge recently where we started with vision. So we didn't start with why, like Simon Sinek would say. We started with vision and then we went into why. But then we went into kind of know where you are today. So you've got to know the direction of travel. You you need to know the starting point. And that's the first part of increasing productivity. And then the 12-week plan or the 90-day cadence is rooted in your vision and it increases the chances of you being successful because then what you're really doing is you're breaking down the goals. You know, you can have annual goals. There's nothing wrong with having that. You can have a vision which goes a few years out, but you're breaking down those annual goals into much closer uh, deliverables, results that changes your psychology and your frame of reference, Okay. So that is the key part to it. You're breaking it down so that something that you can see in the future is much closer. And what I often say is if you can do that and you make, you know, literally small nudges, a bit of progression against that stuff every single day, that's going to increase the chances massively of you being successful. Okay. So the other way around this is you need to set up controls that will keep you on track when the going gets tough. So um, I think it was Mike Tyson who had the famous quote, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So in in business and in life, we all take a few hits from time to time, but it's how well you stay on course when things get tough. And the answer to that, to some extent, is not willpower and determination. Obviously, that that is critical, but it is about, you know, having the metrics around you to understand where you are and then making sure that you have the plan that's going to keep you on track. So I, I've seen this happen recently. We've had COVID-19. People's plans have been totally and utterly kicked out of the, out of the, out of the water, you know, out of, out of kilter, whatever you want to call it. Um, and some people are just panicking about that. Now, the reason they're panicking about that is they haven't necessarily reevaluated what they can do effectively for the next 90 days, however long COVID goes for. If they do that and then they focus on what they do every single day as opposed to a longer point of um, reference out, then they will definitely be more successful. Okay, so rigorous measurements, my opinion, is the only way to know whether you're on track, whether you are on track. And as I've said before, in the businesses that I own and I run, I'm not there day to day in those businesses. And the only way that I can do that is because of metrics. Okay, so this, this shorter cadence, this kind of, you know, nudging things along daily, metrics to know whether you're on track, having the vision that's out there, but you're not focused on the vision. The vision is literally something that's in your mind that is where you're heading towards. And as John Lee Dumas said, you need to have that clear because you can run, you know, a million miles an hour, but if you're going in the wrong direction, it's still the wrong direction. So you need to make sure that's clear. But what you can affect is what you do on a daily basis. And that is the critical part of, of the 90-day cadence. Okay, so as I said beforehand, you know, when your year is only 12 weeks long, every moment counts. So you've got to manage your time strategically. And this is, this is the key piece. Most people don't do that. They, they end up... Um, 
you know, getting distracted by social media. Someone comes in, you know, and they have a chat. Um, they might get up and walk around the house and they kind of use that excuse as, oh, you know, I'm going to, I need to get my thoughts together. The whole point about having an intentional week or having this kind of setup, and I'll get into that plan in a second, is that you don't allow yourself the time to, to be distracted. So you don't really have the time to procrastinate. If you need thinking time, to be clear, you put that into your week, you put that into the plan. You just don't allow it to happen. And the other thing I often say is if you don't manage your time, other people will take it or they'll manage it for you. And this is one of the, this is probably the number one thing. If I get involved with someone and I say, listen, how's your business doing? More often than not, the reason it's not doing well is because they're not getting ultra productive and ultra focused with how they manage their time. So what I'm talking about here is not just time management. It is a key part of it. Still need the vision. You still need to know where you're going. You need those other pieces around it. But you need to be um, much more, as I said, focused on the stuff that's going to get you the result, not just doing stuff for the sake of it. So if you say, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. The key question I challenge you with today is, are you busy on the right things that are going to get you where you want to be in your business and actually in your life as well? So the, the sort of the next point is you need to embrace what I call positive accountability and take ownership for your own success. I don't believe in the concept that someone else can hold you to account. Now, that doesn't mean that you can have an accountability partner in this where someone you know, you're working with is doing a similar thing. It could be someone in your business. It could be a friend. It could be a coach, mentor, all that. However, you have to take accountability. You have to believe this is important. You know, Having someone there in the corner just sort of saying that to you is not necessarily going to be uh, the thing that's going to kind of get you there. All right? So, so this, and I'm going to get into how you do this now so it gets more granular. We've got you know five minutes left, so you're going to get some action at the end of this. But the key thing here is, is making sure that you believe in this and treat it like a system. It should be a system that helps you achieve your goals by helping you execute more effectively. If you speed up your execution cycle, you cut out the slack in your annual plan, you know, those sort of things. That's the sort of stuff that will bring all of the various areas you're trying to work on into reality, but only if you engage and commit to it, Okay. Probably the biggest piece of advice here, you know, across all of it as we get into it, is break down all the major tasks that you need to do into more manageable chunks. And that's what I'm going to give you now. Okay, so what do you do? How do you take this away and use it? So first and foremost, have a think about the next 90 days, okay? And make sure that any of your annual goals or any of the things you're trying to achieve, think about the one task that's going to be the most critical to move your business forward over the next 90 days. And that's what you are going to plan around. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't do other things. When I plan my week, I put all the important things into my diary first, and that includes the stuff outside of work. But what's the one big thing? Is it a partnership you need to set up? Is it launching your new website? Is it coming up with a different marketing strategy? Is it, is it you know, hiring a really key hire that's going to make a difference for you to be able to step aside and work on the business, not in the business? But what's the one thing that you're going to put all of your focus on? And that one thing, you know, literally you know, can transform many other things, you know, many other things to the point where if you get it right, it's going to free up time in the future for you to work on other stuff. Okay. So that's the key point. So work on that. The next thing is to now look at your week. Now I always plan my week in advance. I plan it on a Sunday and I look at my week and I fill my calendar out in blocks. Now what I'm going to give you here is there are three really important tasks or blocks that you need to put into your diary first. Okay. The first one is called a strategic block. 
Now, a strategic block is three hours that you need to put into your diary in one block, in one, you know, literally one day. And that's the time where you work on the business. That's where you work on the strategy. That's where you step aside and make sure that what you're going to be doing over the next 90 days makes sense. Okay. The next block you need to put in is what we call a buffer block. Now, this doesn't have to be weekly, but I tend to do it weekly. And this is another block of two to three hours, which is for you. Now, it's personal time, time with a family. Um, if there's anything that's kind of a hobby that you don't have time to do, um, you could argue if you play golf, two to three hours isn't long enough. You know, so maybe play nine holes. <laughs> but that's what it is. You need that time and you need to block it in for yourself. And it's not just your exercise time. I put in exercise time. Um, any personal development. I have that separate, but I have that outside of traditional working hours. So I'll get up quite early in the morning and I'll do like a miracle morning or something like that, which helps me with my focus and intention. And I plan all of that in advance. But now I'm talking about the traditional working day, how you structure that. So this might be from say 8.39 in the morning till say 6 p.m. at night. Okay, so have that buffer block in there. It is, it is during working hours. You are giving yourself that time. You're slowing down to speed up, to use a phrase that I like. And then the last one is having these blocks, if you like, which are sort of for admin tasks. Now, they are put in there for you to literally go and um, do your emails, um, make the calls, do anything that would be called normal sort of administration. And the key thing about those blocks is that you have them twice a day. They can be no more than an hour. Mine are normally 30 minutes. I have one sort of late morning and one sort of late afternoon. And that's the time that I give myself to be able to focus on, on the stuff that most people spend their whole day on, writing crazy long emails. Um, and that's really important. So just to be clear, those blocks there, admin blocks, um, they, they can call them whatever you want, but, but no one does it. And what you want to do, you're thinking, well, hold on, how am I going to spend the rest of my week? What else am I going to be spending my time on? And the thing is, that's where you start to fill in your know, client delivery, making calls, prospecting. Any of the specific um, uh, tasks that are going to move you towards your major goal for the week, that's where you put, so for the, for, the 12, for the 12 weeks is where you put in and you fill out the rest of your time, okay? And that's, that's the key to this. The key is that you are setting yourself up for success because you're managing your time. Now, if you saw my diary, you'd see color coding, you'd see everything full. People would look at it and get overwhelmed. What it really is, is freeing me up because all of the stuff that I'm focused on is kind of in those areas, okay? So have a look at that, just to be clear again. So it's a strategic block. I think I called it a buffer block. Actually, technically, if you go to the book, it's a breakout block um, and the buffer blocks are the admin blocks. But either way, have a look at Brian Moran's book, The 12-Week Year, and you can have a look at the detail in there. The important part is not necessarily what you call these things. I call them different stuff, is that you have them in there and you're clear what their intention is, okay? So just to finish, because I've only got oh, 30 seconds, a couple of beliefs here. First and foremost, your time is as valuable as the time of others. You can't get everything done, so you have to prioritize. Work on the high priority, money-making, results-generating activity first. And breakthrough, if you like, requires breakout from your old system. So you need to change what you're doing to get the result. And finally, create a model work week and implement it. You know, get very focused on those blocks, plan your week on a Sunday and make sure you take control of your time and that will ensure that you get the one thing done. Okay, 
There you go, 15 minutes to action. I suggest you go and have a look at the book, The 12-Week Year. See the areas that I have highlighted. You know, again, I've given you a very quick summary, but this is the playbook. This is the playbook to get you more productive. So if you are struggling with your time, you know, hopefully if anything I've done today in 15 minutes has inspired you to action, inspired you to go in there and have a think about how you can do it. And when I say to people, you can achieve your three-year business goals in 12 months, the reason I can say that with credibility is I have done that. I've done that in my businesses and I've done it in other businesses because I've brought everything back to a 90-day cadence. Okay, so there you have it. 15 minutes to action. You know what to do now. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.